Hello, I'm Dr. Sri Banerjee, core faculty for the College of Health Sciences and Public Policy at Walden University. And in this segment, I'll be going over a topic that I haven't talked much about, and that is uh, the technique of coaching. Uh, now, it first got started when uh, there was this idea that um, coaches needed to um, allow teams and players to be able to um, to play on the field uh, sufficiently. So uh, these are some of the um, characteristics that were taken in order to apply this um, to another situation. So for starters, high-performing teams, they use the five C's model. And I'm going to explain to you what that is in a moment. Uh, the five the if the five c's are applied then high performing teams can occur um, this is a framework to explain the key things a high performing team does so the five c's are commitment communication concentration control and confidence so if you if you think about it uh not only is commitment and dedication important, uh, communication is important as well. Um, and then the ability to concentrate on long-term tasks um, for, for doctoral dissertations and doctoral students, um, this is more of an independent task, um, which makes that portion of the doctoral journey that much more difficult. Uh, then of course, uh, control. Uh, control may mean that um, you're having to dedicate uh, more time in the more difficult phases of the dissertation process um, or any sort of capstone uh, thesis that you're writing. And then confidence. Uh, know that you will get done and know that your uh, product is of quality, of good, uh, of good quality. So how does this apply to mentoring? Well, the five C's change kind of. Uh, in mentoring, the five C's can be challenges. Um, so if you think about the SWOT analysis, uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, uh, well, this is a good place to per perhaps do a SWOT analysis. Um, choices, um, what are the different choices that you have in terms of uh, maybe after graduation or uh, when it applies to students. Uh, consequences, um, if you um, have um, or, or place forth effort, then you will have good consequences. Uh, and then creative solutions, thinking outside of the box, not um, going into the same pattern, but um, getting into more creative solutions. So in this final slide, what I have is actually there, there's five keys to effective coaching, and I'm going to explain each one of them uh, one by one. Uh, so building the relationship, of course, building rapport um, with your um, client is extremely important. Um, once you build that rapport, then um, the rest of the dialogue can go more smoothly. Providing assessment. So where are you now? And where are you trying to get? Um, these are the two fundamental questions that are important in providing assessment. Number three, challenging thinking and assumptions. Uh, 
thinking about thinking is part of coaching. Uh, coaches ask open-ended questions, push for alternative solutions to problems, and encourage reasonable risk-taking. Um, and then uh, number four, supporting and encouraging. Um, as partners in learning, coaches listen carefully and open to the perspectives of, of others and allow employees to vent emotions without judgment. Um, and again, this is also important um, to not only make sure that uh, you prevent burnout, um, but also it's important to understand how specifically this applies to students and how you can truly support them. And then the final number five is driving results. Uh, what can you show for it in terms of results? Uh, effective coaching is about achieving goals. The coach helps the employee set meaningful ones and identify specific behaviors or steps for meeting them. So these are the five keys to effective coaching. Uh, we went over the five C's, um, the original five C's, and then how this applies and alters um, the um, application to mentoring. Um, and then, of course, the original five C's uh, we went over. I hope this has uh, provided a good summary of what coaching entails. Thank you for listening.